Hey everybody, before this episode starts, I just want to thank our sponsors for this week. Uh, I actually forgot where we left off, so Ashley M, Rachel B, Scuba Steve, Heather R, Topanga L, and Tiffany S. Thank you guys so much for donating. Thank you so much for joining us on Patreon. I actually just released a... uh, a bonus the other day so i know some download the app if you guys have it on your phone because that way you guys get alerts make sure the notifications is on. you'll get alerts whenever i post uh something so because it's hard to reach all of you at once but yeah there is a bonus app out right now uh, it's all of the re- it's the two remaining rob zombie scripts and kind of us just bullshitting before we started our full episode that time um we're about to listen to Urban Legend, so I'm excited for that. It was a, I think it was a pretty good episode. Uh, and, guys, Letterboxd Challenge out now. I don't think I explained the challenge well enough last time. So, um, if you head over to our site, which is brand new, redesigned, I'm still working on it, so there's still some issues there. Uh, but it looks good. Uh, IHateHorror.com. Uh, but if you go to IHateHorror.com forward slash contest... You will see all the information, some examples of contests, uh, or some examples of uh, letterbox challenges that I like. Basically, what we want you guys to do is create a challenge. Uh, the way they do this is using their list feature. Create a list. It could be weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, whatever it is. Uh, you can choose it. The best example I have on our site is uh, the cult challenge, which we talked about one episode. Amazing. This guy put so much time into it each week is a different type of cult film. Uh, so like exploitation, uh, of course I'm blanking right now, all different kinds of the uh, topics there though. And then each week you choose a movie from his, he has this huge list for each week. Um, so something like that, you guys don't have to go that in depth, do whatever you want, make it unique, but make it the horror show challenge. Um, and we'll promote that pretty much all year i think we'll uh we'll pick a few winners uh or maybe a grand winner and grand grand prize winner (laughs) it doesn't matter uh but we'll we'll definitely be doing at least one all year where we watch all the movies um and we'll be giving out four letterboxd pro accounts to the four winners for this contest um so this contest will probably close at the end of the month. We'll probably announce it on our first episode in January, uh, which would be January 3rd. So make sure you get those lists in before then. And, uh, or actually, fuck, <laughs> sorry. Uh, we'll make it the, uh, cause I forget we record early. So, uh, December 29th, make sure you get your lists in and, uh, yeah, we'll pick a winner that day for that. So that'll be really cool. Um, also, some some news here. Uh, Dead Body Man is going to be our 100th episode. Uh, this is a movie that we've talked about on the show in the past. Uh, <laughs> so there's some history there. Um, we're super excited to do it. What we're going to do, hopefully, is uh, Saturday, January 7th. Mark it on your calendar. This is for all fans. This isn't just Patreon. We are going to um, live stream Dead Body Man. Uh, hopefully, if I can set this up, I'm going to have to practice beforehand. Uh, hopefully, I'm gonna. What we're going to do is um, almost mystery science theater, but not really, because uh, we're not gonna. We're not witty enough. Uh, we won't sit there and make comments the whole time. But on our stream, we are going to stream the movie so you can watch it. Um, and if not, if we don't end up doing that, we'll at least have it the full movie on our YouTube page. So you can either watch along or, uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, so we'll either be embedding it in our stream, uh, with us. So you could see both of us side by side, the movie and us, or, um, just the movie will be available to watch while we sit there and probably be boring. And hopefully Paul will be around. So, uh, this is me officially asking Paul if he wants to do that. Um, so that'll be September, uh, January 7th. Uh, and then January 12th, we will be recording the Stannies. And right now we are hoping that we will be live streaming, um, that recording for Patreon fans. Um, maybe we'll do like a pre-show like they do for all award shows now. Um, 
<laughs> but I don't know. We'll see. But uh, definitely, hopefully, for the uh, Patreon fans, we'll do that. The Stanny's live. Um, and then, uh, yeah, then our 100th episode, January 24th. And that will be uh, Dead Body Man. Um, the uh, the live stream will just be us having fun, but we'll have to do that. And then Serial Killer kicks off the week after that. So, jam-packed. Yeah, we are going to have to put Patreon picks to the side a little bit longer. I'm so sorry. I feel so bad for the people at the end of the list. We have so many to get to. But once uh, January clears up, it's pretty much uh, it's a straight shot. Although, guys, uh, uh, somebody on Twitter reminded me of Baywatch Nights. Have you guys ever seen this fucking thing? <laughs> I remember it as a kid, but like, I barely remembered it. Uh, I didn't watch it. I saw a couple episodes. I was like, this is terrible, but we are going to do that on the show. Shit. Now I got to figure out how to squeeze that in. Well, we're going to do, we're going to do Baywatch nights on the show. It's Baywatch, but with fucking vampires and monsters and zombies. And guys, it lasted two seasons. (laughs) So I'm super excited. Uh, We'll probably squeeze that in. I don't know. Maybe before uh, dead body man or something. But anyway, guys, enough talking. Um, Thank you so much. Thank you all so, so much. Really appreciate the support. It's It's been amazing. We, we can't thank you guys enough. So enjoy uh, Urban Legend and all of the frosted tips that you can handle. Everybody and welcome to the horror show. Show dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Oh, hello, everybody! Welcome back to another thrilling week of the horror show. This week we have uh, a Patreon pick. We're back to the Patreon picks. This one from our good friend, Canadian, French Canadian. Oh, shit. I just forgot. I don't know how to say her name. She told me how to say it one time. It's spelled like Elise, but I think it's pronounced Elise. Elise. Uh, Elise H. I was super excited when you picked this movie. I really was. Uh, I, I like revisiting that time period a lot. I do too. Um, and I think it's because I don't watch anything from that time period, like ever, like wrestling included. Like <laughs> I like watching like 98 through like 03. Probably because I'm always like too consumed with like trying to fit in at school and shit. Be a kid. Kiss. Kiss girls. Kiss girls. <laughs> that was my... Was what you doing main, in 98? Well, I mean, that was my main goal. <laughs> Certainly wasn't watching fucking horror movies and wrestling. <laughs> Missed out on a lot. Um, so we're doing Urban Legend, 1998, starring Alicia Witt, Joshua Jackson, Danielle Harris. Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Robert England, Rebecca Gayhart, with an all-star cast like this. How do you go wrong? (laughs) You do. You do. You do. You do. I got to say something. Alicia Witt is the main, one of the main girls. uh, Yes. Okay. You know who she is. The blonde one. She's a terrible actress. Very bad. She might be the worst actress. Rebecca Gayhart, though. Not bad. No. Alicia DeWitt. Dog shit. Like the worst. She said something in this that I... (laughs) I like looked at my. I, w- I watched this with my wife, and I was like, "The fuck is happening?" Like, 
How does she have a job? She was abnormally bad for, especially for like a big name. Yeah. At that time. I forget what she said. I mean, I wrote it down because I was like, that is appalling. Um, so urban legend, uh, we're coming off the scream. Um, yeah, scream was two years prior. And then I know what you did last summer was the year before. Yeah, so so it's the whole a, teeny bopper thing was the teeny bopper slasher, uh, teen slasher is back. Back in back alive from the eighties and ready to uh I don't know do a lot of twists that you don't really need. <laughs> also, in this film you see a ton of um bleached hair. Oh dude, so much bleach. Bleach <laughs> is just falling from the skies, acid rain. Um No, you see a lot of um and I'd like to visit a bunch of these movies and just see if they're all like this. Scream did that meta thing so well. The best. Yeah, the only way to do it. And you really can't do it. It comes off as cheap and corny. And um, I think every movie in this period did it, though. Like, they were, like, tried to interject humor in, like, the worst ways possible. Like, Pacey from uh, Joshua Jackson. <laughs> yeah. All I had to wrote down was Pacey. Dude, I Pacey all the whole thing. He gets in his car and the Dawson's Creek song comes on blasting. He's yep. like, oh. Yeah, we know. <laughs> That's stupid. That's a stupid fucking joke. I actually like that part. No. I did. And they did it. There's a Freddy doll in fucking Wexler's Robert England character's office. Robert England, not hamming it up too hard in this movie. Yeah, because he had a real director that was like, shut the fuck up, Rob. <laughs> Wait, this... What else did this guy direct? No, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say I that. Take offense, but, <laughs> but, but I should say I should I shouldn't say that. I should say it's a director that was just like, dude, we got a movie to make. Like, I'm just here for the check. Shut the fuck up. You're not an actor. None of these kids are actors. All of you, shut up. Just say the lines. <laughs> Let's get this done. Um, do you think Jared Leto stayed in role this entire movie like he did for Joker? <laughs> He's just an annoying prick <laughs> journalist. So yes. Yeah, he's still, he's still in character. Yeah, he's still in character. Uh, waiting for that sequel. Uh, so seems like such a nice guy. Before we get into this, one other thing, I read this fact, and at first I was like, ah, whatever. So the killer's outfit is based on the fact that the film was originally supposed to take place in the middle of winter. This was filmed in Toronto, um, <laughs> and uh, so he's dressed like he's in the winter, and uh, it, they ended up shooting. I mean, when they went, the weather was, they were still planning to do it, but the weather was like really warm and everything was green. And then they said like fake snow would look ridiculous. <laughs> so they were like, let's just scratch it. Everyone could just wear normal clothes. Oh, except the killer. He can continue to wear the winter garb. So I'm reading this. I haven't seen this in film. Um, I'd never seen this before. And I was like, no, oh, who cares? <laughs> and then I saw the fucking outfit. And it is a giant fucking parka, like the <laughs> biggest parka of all time. It makes no fucking sense whatsoever. No. <laughs> it's appalling. I didn't know that's why they did it. I thought they were trying to be like, I know what you did last summer with the fisherman outfit. No. I mean, yeah, they were in a way, um, but it would have made more sense in the winter. A lot more. It's <laughs> fucking dumb as hell. I mean, everyone's wearing like this short movie, sleeves and shit. This movie, the premise is <clears throat> such a good idea. Great idea. I love the fact that they incorporated real urban legends. I love it. There's one. Oh, fuck. It, it was just something that he talked about. Oh, the Ohio Players reference. I was like, that's fucking awesome that they brought that in. When they're they're at a party and they're listening to uh, Love Roller Coaster by the Ohio oh, Players. Oh, yes, yes. The, the kids scream. like, you hear that scream? Because yeah. when I was growing up. Like, I don't know why everybody knew that. Like, everybody <laughs> yeah. knew that urban legend. They're like, you hear this part? That's a girl getting murdered. It's, it's not. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, wh- what's your favorite urban legend? Do you have one? I feel like you asked me this on the show before. Probably during that fucking movie that did um, People Lick 2 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what it's called? People Lick 2? I, I mean, that is a good one. Yeah, people like to. No, nah, yeah, but I, we we'd watched a movie that did that in it. I think it was Campfire Tales. It was, yeah, it was. It was and we were. Yeah. I, I might have asked you. You know what? I'll tell you what. So this movie brought back a lot of memories about urban legends and like, dude, 
fuck today, man. We got to destroy the internet, except for the show. Somehow we have to get the show out. <laughs> I mean, I guess we could just record it and send it to no one, like when we were kids, <laughs> like on tapes. Um, but uh, no, fuck the internet, because I was thinking about it. Urban legends, like, you couldn't validate them. No. In the day. No, that's what made them so awesome, because nobody knew for sure. Yeah. And, like, so this movie, like, we're jumping around, but there's a scene where Robert England, he teaches a class on urban legends because, mm -hmm. you know, that's a real thing. But um, <laughs> That's what my wife said. She was like, I would take that class. <laughs> I would, too. But they don't offer it anywhere. No, because it's fake. Imagine imagine paying for your son to go to college. I'd, like, be yeah, so I took a class in <laughs> I'd be so I'd be so fucking six grand <laughs> to read what you can read on Wikipedia. But I love that first scene with him teaching the class because he talks about a story and one of the girls is like that happened to my aunt in my hometown and that's yes. what everybody fucking does dude everyone thought that and and this movie it, it, it's lost i told you i think last week there's an urban legend of somebody like eating mushrooms and kidnapping a little yes. person because they thought it was a leprechaun <laughs> and like everybody you talk to knows like my aunt did that or like my my friend's cousin did that like no nobody fucking did that ever it's stupid um, but everybody knows somebody that did yeah i think my favorite i mean this brought back a ton of memories and again i was like pissed off at the internet for destroying it uh the richard gear dribble <laughs> no. uh, that's the top one though i really like the the hook the guy with the hook yeah that's a good one i think it was like the first one i ever heard maybe the first scary story i ever heard and I was just like, man, it captured my imagination. And like, you just had this great visual and like, fuck. They're, they're all great, though. Um, that one really captured my imagination. And this movie brought them all back. And I and like, at points, I was like, I like this. I like this idea. I do, I do like the idea. I like the idea. Execution. I like Not the, so much. I like the penis captivist reference. They call into the... Uh, See, this movie, like, oh, fuck. This movie could have been so good because there's so many classic urban legends that I forgot. Like, Penis Captivist is when two people are having sex, but her vagina tightens and you can't get your dick out. And they talk about it in this movie? Yeah, somebody calls into the radio station. Oh, like, oh, that's funny. I didn't catch that. Yeah. I did hear that stupid, that dude, that radio station's the worst. But we'll get into it right now as we start the show. Um, what do I have here? Uh, oh, Michael Rosenbaum's in this. He plays Lex Luthor in Smallville. He's the best Lex Luthor of all time, and he needs a way bigger role. Somebody get me his number. Who I'll be his agent. In this? He's uh, he's the other guy that's not Jared Little or per oh, Pacey. That guy's face makes. I want to. No, he's his great. Face. I I love him. I want to punch. I loved his, his acting. Face. I loved him. He makes me. I mean. I mean. I guess he's good because that's what he probably was going for. Because I. I want. I yeah, he was his, a douchebag. I hate his dumb face. <laughs> um. All right, so uh, we open up a lady driving her car. She's listening to Under the Covers with Tara Reid, um, a show hosted on the university college campus that no college would ever fucking allow. They are talking about sex. They might, dude, because really? Eastern had a radio station and nobody knew about it and there were kids that like I would see at the gym because I would wear like metal shirts and stuff They're like oh yeah listen at three in the morning because I just play like satanic death metal for three hours <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you have such a huge fan base um and uh the gal this gal driving she almost crashes as she's putting a tape of her favorite song in because she can't stand listening to Tara Reid anymore yeah and that song is Turn around every now and then. I get a little bit the worst, dude. the best. I fucking hate that. Song. The greatest love song ever it, created. It's even a love song. Turn it's about vampires. Around. It's what? It's about vampires. <laughs> what? Yeah. Every now and Is it not about vampires? Joe, who fucking writes a song about vampires? Bonnie Tyler. <laughs> Her <and> torpedo. <laughs> Those fucking Swedish idiots that play it. The best version of that song of all time. Right, right. Totally. Every now and then And also in um in that fucking zombie movie, Snow 
Dead Snow. Yep. Dead Snow 2. What, it was in that? Yeah. I don't remember it being in that. Oh, my God. Uh, spoiler alert, just skip ahead like 15 seconds when they're the when he's fucking the zombie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. Yes. <laughs> it is. That, that's like the best scene in that movie. Uh, and a great song. Great song. I'm trying uh, to confirm that it's about vampires. It's not about vampires, dude. It's a total. Eh, it is be. it called Total Eclipse of the Heart? Yeah. Dude, what are you talking about? I actually wrote that to be a vampire love song. The original title was Vampires in Love because I was working on the musical of Nosferatu, another great (laughs) vampire story. Boom. I knew it was about fucking vampires. Song sucks. Holy shit. Holy shit. Uh, So we're listening to that, thank God. But we pull into a gas station. She pulls into a gas station with one of the show's new favorite actors, Brad Dorf. Oh, he's not new for me. He's new to me. I like, love Brad. I always liked him, but I never loved him until Exorcist 3. Oh, fuck, man. Every movie he's ever been in, he gives it his all. He, that episode of The X-Files that he's in, have you seen that one? I don't know. I don't think so. He plays a, seri- he plays a serial killer that's yeah. on death row. And uh, there's like weird premonitions and shit and uh, I don't know, a whole bunch of stuff. But he, the episode is basically like a soliloquy of him. And he just carries it. He's fantastic. Even in this scene, like I was telling my wife when I was watching it. <laughs> this scene is great. He's amazing in it. And and he, he so he's basically, he's he's stuttering. He he looks like he's slow. He works at this gas station. Uh, he fills her up and then he says she needs to come inside because the credit card company's on the phone. She goes inside, picks up the phone, busy signal. Yep. She know, He had locked the door behind them too. So something's up. So uh looks like a setup. She slams the phone down. Um Brad's trying Brad Dorf's character is trying to talk, but he has a stutter. He can't get it out. He can't fucking get it out. He's just like he's trying to say stop. Clearly he's trying to stop her. She smashes the window, runs outside, gets in the car. Uh he like jumps on the hood. She basically he, runs him over. He still can't stutter. She runs him fucking over and she's gone. And he just stands up. And he screams, someone's in the back seat. <laughs> in, in a voice only he can do. And it is fucking chilling. Fantastic opening scene. Dude, you could. Dude, on board. Dude, 100%. Like, if they kept it up with, like, that atmosphere. Or they just kept Brad Dorfin. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's what it comes down to. <laughs> like, because it was incredible. There's someone, someone's in the backseat. That fucking voice, His like gravelly voice, man. And he makes you just feel like he he is putting a hundred percent emotion. We need to get to a it. con with Brad. Dorf. I was thinking the same thing as so I was just, watching this. I was suck his dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> And he's right. So he was trying to save this girl from a fucking guy in her backseat. Like, think about that. Like, he goes up to her and he's like, credit card declined. Come inside. What a great way to, like, get a girl out of danger without. Yeah, And he, dude, he sells it because he's pumping the gas. Yeah, yeah. And you see him glance into the backseat and his whole entire face, like, grimaces. Dude. He sells it with his eyes. Like, yeah. Because like, I knew right then, like, he sees some shit. Like. It was fucking crazy. It was a, ooh, I got chills. It was a great scene. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, it doesn't last long. Oh, although the murder, because she's driving, guy pops up, giant fucking axe. <laughs> so big. The biggest axe, axe of all time. <laughs> great gore, though. Chops this Goes right to the head window. off, man. Yeah. Oh, blood. There's like chunks on the axe. By the way, it's amazing. when he did it, when the killer swung the axe, she was going around a corner on like the steepest mountain. So <laughs> the guy should be dead. <laughs> That car flew off the mountain. Yeah. Um, But axe to the head, she's done. We open up to some school, Pennington, Peddington, something like that. Uh, All I could think of is 1998 is disgusting. (laughs) Everyone is disgusting. We cut to the radio show. She posts pictures of herself from 1998. Uh, If I have any, I've I've destroyed most pictures of myself. (laughs) Uh, My parents probably don't know that and they're probably upset, but (laughs) I, I... no. Uh, although I've got a Limp Bizkit shirt. Still got a Limp Bizkit yeah. shirt from 90. Oh, wait, 98. What grade am I in? You were seventh because I was eighth. Yeah, so I Limp Bizkit shirt. Still got it. Maybe. I don't know. I well, might have given it away. Depends what month. 
Could have been sixth. I definitely owned a pair of Jenkos in 98. <laughs> Regardless, <laughs> Jenkos were in. Um, but we uh, open up. We're in the Tara Reed's, uh, uh radio show. Yep. There's a man. On button shirt. <laughs> wearing one of those which were popular in the late 90s. So it's like. Uh, I have a picture of myself with a, a beater on and unbuttoned shirt. Just like that. <laughs> Why was that okay? I was my freshman year I'm sure, picture. I'm sure I do also. <laughs> I know I had those shirts. They were like. They weren't silk. They were like knockoff shitty material. Yeah, they were so dude, fucking so hot. comfortable. <laughs> so smooth. <laughs> they were really hot. Though, especially his with like the finish to it, like the plasticky finish. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's just wearing that with no shirt on underneath it, like no, no big fucking it's fucking nineties, <laughs> late nineties. It was Y two K is coming. Nobody gave a shit about anything. Tara Reed is like flating the microphone and talking about blowing guys. It's just and, good. And, and like, by the way, worst radio host ever. No one would ever listen to it. Like this girl's like, oh yeah, I swallowed like. My boyfriend's semen, and immediately she's like, "What are you a fucking idiot? I bet you think you're pregnant. What are you stupid? <laughs> Kill yourself. Good thing you did it that way and didn't have sex, so you're not breeding." Oh Jesus! To be fair, f- she's right. <laughs> did the girl say anything like that bad? No. All right, uh, and then we cut to the coffee shop. So here's my problem with uh, just a heads up. Here's my problem with Urban Legend, and it's going to read in the show, I think, because it's going to be really hard to talk. It was hard to take notes. This show is just like boom, 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 boom. They they take like half a beat for every scene. Yeah. And it's like cut to the coffee shop, and they to- have like a 10-minute conversation. Not even. I shouldn't even say 10. It's like a three-minute conversation. Cut to the classroom. Three-minute scene. Cut to this. And it's like this string of scenes yes. that – It'll be like six different. It's the literally the opposite of Luther the Geek, which <laughs> took place one in setting, one location. Yeah. This took this for a single like to get one concept from like what they're talking about. You'd go through about a dozen locations. Yeah, well, because you had to because Before they, they used so the many across. urban legends, so they had to have the and right. So I guess background. that's part of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we're in the coffee shop. That's. Exactly like the Friends coffee shop. I've yeah. never seen more bigger, old, <laughs> antique couches that would never be on a school campus ever. Uh, but they're there. Um, yeah. And we meet our friends, uh, Paul, Jared Leto, played by Jared Leto, who is the... Uh, is it, he's a reporter. He's a reporter, I guess you could say. He works for the fucking student newspaper. Right. Like, relax. <laughs> Fucking take it easy. He's so gung ho and hardcore. He's got his little. No, he, he does guerrilla journalism. <laughs> like he's like, yeah, <laughs> the weather underground. <laughs> uh, it's ridiculous. Um, and we meet this other guy who's telling an urban legend about the professor that killed people and then killed himself. And then it later explained that uh, that's why they're having a party tonight. <laughs> <laughs> having an urban legend party. <laughs> Excuse me. It's so weird. Um, and uh, Jared Leto shows up. And he's such an annoying tool. And, and he just shoots down all the stories. He's life of the party. Fucking must be a blast to hang around. He just shows up and is like, that story's fake. <laughs> and then the guy's like, no, no, no. And then he's like, no, that's fake. He's literally everybody on Twitter now. Yes. Just like he is. sucks he the is. fun out of everything. He is. Sucks the fun out of everything. Correcting you about like everything. Well, no, I didn't mean it like that. He's like, yeah. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Just shut up. Just shut the fuck up. I mean, yeah, he's the personification um, of every douchebag. Yeah, and he walks away, and one of the girls is like, "Oh my god, he is such a babe." <laughs> Be fair, he is pretty good looking, dude. Everyone's hair is so big, I just couldn't even look past the hair. To- <laughs> Wait, his hair wasn't that big, dude. Look at the scene. Everybody else's hair is big. Everyone else's hair is big. His hair is actually very tall when you look at it. He's just got right. an enormous <laughs> amount of hair. Uh, people were just more than our friend Brad. No, Brad is more (laughs) hair than fucking anyone knows what to do with. It's it's frightening. I I thought my hair was long recently. This is like dwarfs mine, dude. And and when he like combs it out, like for the wedding we went to recently, it's even longer somehow (laughs) than like when it's like just like curled, like you know what I mean, like when he's wearing a hat. It takes that. I've never seen so much hair on a human in my life, dude. 
on my life. Um, <laughs> the uh, the two girls, our two main girls, they go for a walk, and they're super excited to do Bloody Mary. So excited that they like walk into like I don't even know like a shitty old building. Uh, they're in because uh, <laughs> boarded up. They're in Caprini Green where the Candyman lives. <laughs> This is exactly what it was. And they start doing Bloody Mary and we meet Damon, Josh. While they're doing it, there's weird noises coming from inside of it. Yes. But that doesn't get explained. No, I think it's Josh being an asshole. I don't think it is. Well, there's just people. Because they're hearing it from there and then Josh Probably is like, people walking around. Well, somebody has to shit then because he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And uh, Damon, Josh, Joshua Jackson shows up and uh, the worst hair I've ever seen in my life. This was like Completely the worst bleached. style of, yeah. Eminem ripoff. Oh. But that was like pre-Eminem. Was it? Or it was like right when he came out with My uh, Name Is. Man, it's bad. It's fucking bad. It was just the style. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he, it, we find out it's him and he's kind of a prankster around town. Yeah. So, um, I gotta make a confession though. I actually jumped when Percy showed up after they were doing Buddy Mary because he just jump scares you out of nowhere. <laughs> Pacey, <laughs> whatever, yeah, Percy. Percy. Um, Natalie is Natalie the main one? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Wait, let me go down in my notes. Um, yeah, it's Natalie. Yeah, it's Natalie. Um, so Natalie heads back to her dorm <laughs> and there is a goth roommate. She has a goth roommate who's just does. getting who's also like fucking a hacker. railed. <laughs> just getting absolutely manhandled <laughs> by some goth guy <laughs> in her bedroom. And she's like annoyed that this girl's coming I, <laughs> coming home. And also the, played the, by Danielle Harris. Danielle Harris, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is hilarious. Um the entire room she she takes up the entire room. Like the room's split. I know. And like Natalie has like a, like an eighth <laughs> of the room and the goth girl owns the rest of the dorm room. And it is decorated like I like I don't even know, like Vlad the Impaler's Impaler's <laughs> fuck layer. It's like goats. It's fucking the craziest goth like design I've ever seen. Like not crazy in the sense like, oh, it's bizarre. Like in the sense that what college student would have that much shit to decorate a room with? <laughs> it would have cost like a million dollars to decorate that room like that. Yes. Also love later in another scene, she's on a website called Goth for Goth. <laughs> <laughs> That's clearly how she met that other guy. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, she's getting plowed hard from behind. And then this girl just lays down in bed and goes, <laughs> goes to I mean, fucking, what else do you do? Goes to fucking bed. I would sleep outside the room. <laughs> Dude, I would not say. Anyway. In class the next day, again, this thing is just jumping all around. And, like, it might sound like we're just, like, skipping things, but we're not. It's just, like, these really quick scenes. Yeah. That, that they do set up other things, but it's just super quick. Super quick. Um, yeah. Uh, so, in class the next day, they're in the class for Urban Legends, like we discussed. Robert England is the professor. And, um... He's explaining urban legends to people who have been apparently talking about urban legends for weeks and are like, oh, oh this is new to me. No, I, you guys have been talking about it nonstop since the movie started. I was just ripping on on that being a class, but I took a class and like, I don't even remember what it was, but I remember we just read about OJ for the entire <laughs> semester. OJ like, Simpson? Yeah. I like talked about how he was guilty, but he might not be. <laughs> So Robert England's the professor. Uh, of course, these fucking annoying kids that are our main characters are just talking in his lecture like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this is this urban legend. <laughs> and everyone's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, why don't you come up here and. There's pop rocks and soda. Yeah. He makes her take, he hands her pop rocks, makes her, and she's so, she's like, he hands her the pop rocks first. And she's like, oh yeah, sure. I'll eat these. Like she doesn't see what's coming. Yeah. And then he hands her Pepsi, and she walks away like he's got a gun. <laughs> I know. Were and you ever? Did you ever believe that legend? I don't think I did. But then again, when I was writing this, I was like, maybe I did without the internet. I don't know. This was when I that that thought came into my head. Like without being able to Google it, 
I don't know if I would have risked it. I definitely believed it. I think I might have believed it. I don't know, though. I felt like I didn't. Like, I was like, like, my note was like, these people are adults, was my note. Because, <laughs> like, why is she afraid? But then I was like, fuck, without the internet, I don't know. I don't think I would have risked yeah. it. Yeah. Would you have tried it? I don't think I would have tried it. Uh, yeah. I might think it was, I might have thought it was bullshit, but I would have been like, ah, no reason to fucking find <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um, so it's a pretty cool thing. And, uh, and, uh, Robert England is like shows a picture of Mikey as an adult, and it's like he's not dead because everyone said Mikey from Life cereal. Yeah, <laughs> fucking did it, and he was the first one to die from it. Um. Meanwhile, Pacey's oh, the girl won't do it. The girl won't drink the soda. So Pacey's like, I'll do it, and he walks up and he does it, and then he does the biggest fucking fake. Death thing. He I've spits ever seen. all over his face. Dude, it's he's disgusting. Because he he's laying on his back and he spits in the air and it c- comes out like a. It's so fucking, gross. <laughs> Violent. Sexual. Being. I would be so <laughs> it mad. It looks very sexual in nature. And, dude, I would. If I were Robert England, I would have just fucking cut off his dick or oh, stabbed please. him in the heart. This fucking guy out of here. <laughs> what an ass. Never allowed him in class again. And everyone's like, oh my God. And of course he's faking it. Yeah. Classic Pacey. Pacey's an asshole in this movie. Yeah. Totally deserves to die. Which he does very soon. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> um, so uh, the kids leave class and they see this newspaper reading lunatic on campus. And that's when we find out Paul's kind of like a rogue, <laughs> rogue roving reporter. <laughs> and uh, the security guard and the dean are trying to collect all the newspapers. and They're saying Paul's gone too far. Uh, he's saying that because of the girl that was murdered in the yes. car. And Paul is stirring up a frenzy by having the headline be lunatic on campus because it wasn't on campus. <laughs> Paul's was, an asshole. Correct. Um, and then the girl goes, is this true? And he goes, I hope so or I have one hell of a retraction to write. <laughs> that, I wanted to fucking punch him so hard. Like my fist clenched <laughs> while I was watching it. Like what a stupid, smug asshole response. Like, yeah, no. Okay, that's fine, but we're just uh, – we're concerned is what we're trying to get at. Fucking Paul. Uh, this guy is uh, a piece of shit. Um, meanwhile, they're all watching the news at the coffee shop. Terry goes, oh, my God. They say the last thing they were listening to my show was when it happened. My voice could have been the last thing they heard. Yeah. Punch. I had my my fists were clenched so many times in this movie. It was just like teeth grindingly mm, 90s. I don't like the 90s. <laughs> um, yeah. How would Tara Reid even know that? I, they called her and they're like, hey, they were listening to your show. There's, yeah, there's no way she would know. <laughs> no. Uh, also, uh, wasn't she listening to Totally Close from the Heart? She was. Yeah. She was. So, so it's false. Tara. Yeah. Um, Danielle, this is, uh, they, we cut back to the, uh, the room where Danielle Harris is on the, the website, goth for goth, <laughs> chatting with some guy and, um, basically, uh, so it goes back and forth, but the goth is like, oh, like she's talking to some guy about hooking up later. Um, meanwhile, Pacey comes in, he, uh, he talks to Natalie, he's, Basically saying, let's go to the frat party. Natalie's not feeling it. She's a little upset. So he goes, you know what? I'm a good listener. Come out with me for a little while. Let's talk. And uh, he takes her to make out point, basically. No, he doesn't. He takes her into the fucking woods. Yeah, and he's also a stupid asshole. He is the biggest Creepy piece pervert. of shit. First of all, he makes up a story about his girlfriend dying just to get it in. Just to get his D wet a little bit. <laughs> fucking dickhead. She fucking decks him, though. She punches him. Punches him right in the face. And then he goes, I'm just trying to help you out so you don't have to act like such a bitch. How are you trying to help? In what way are you helping? Also, if you got punched in the face, would you still try? No. I'd be so fucking embarrassed. I'd want to kill my – I might kill my – I may be like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to drop you off. And then i just drive my car off the fucking because I'm such a piece of shit that a girl punched me. Like, I, 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 he's such a giant cocksucker. It's it's so not obnoxious. Um but he goes to take a piss, which he announces, we're going to take a piss. <laughs> the girl every, just punched you. Every guy that gets mad in a horror movie is like, I got to take a fucking leak. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why do that? Like, 
the people that write these, I know, you know, they want to use tropes and stuff, but I feel like sometimes they're just like, no one's ever said this before. <laughs> this is how the kids talk. I gotta take a fucking leak. See you later, bitch. That's not what you say to someone after you, you just got into a fight. Yeah. No. But it's great news for us because obviously he's going to be dead in yeah. <laughs> three seconds. And he is. He gets a rope around the neck. Yes. While she, she And she's waiting there. This uh, is a great kill. Yeah. And uh, she goes out looking for him and instead finds the fucking Eskimo standing there. And he's, we had seen the Eskimo fucking around with the rope and tying it around the back of the car. Fucking Eskimo. <laughs> he ties the rope around the hitch and we see uh, she she runs into the car. She sees this guy in the fucking costume. So she runs in the car. He ties the rope around the hitch. And we hear like on the roof like some noises. And she's like, oh shit, he's climbing up. But it, then the camera goes and pans up and you see Pacey hanging from the rope that's also tied to her car. Uh, and his feet are just barely on her roof. And he's going, don't drive, don't drive. And she's trying to get the car. It won't start. He had had trouble starting it early, in the earlier scene. She's having trouble. She gets it. Fucking just hangs Pacey. Yeah. Had you ever heard that urban legend before? I have. I'd never heard that one before. Not a huge fan of it, but it's fucking good. It's good for the movie. Yeah. Also, not only does he hang, but he falls through oh, the Oh, dude, because she drives forward, and then the Eskimo starts coming towards the car. So she goes in reverse. Which, that was a great thought that was a great thought it goes in reverse and of course the body comes down crashes right on the hood of the car yes. great 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 cool so she cool immediately thing. goes back to town yep and nobody believes that damien's dead no they're all like oh, he's just joking no but then again they she brings the security guard out to the woods and they don't find anything right spooky but yeah no one no one believes I, I don't know what I would do if my friend came in and was like, yeah, our best friend's dead and no one can get a hold of him. I mean, I think you believe it at that point. I would think so. Even if he's not in the room, I'd be like, are you fucking serious? It, it, yeah. You'd be like, I saw him murdered. Why would somebody laugh about that? No one sees shit. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the scene. Do I have Natalie? I have Natalie as a terrible actress, but... This is when they're all in the coffee shop. Yeah. Fuck. How did I not write that down? So they're like, oh, yeah, he's just a prankster. And then they start telling the urban legend about how exactly how Pacey died. Yeah. And fucking Natalie's like, oh, my God, this is how he died. And she says something else in a terrible inflection. (laughs) And you're just like, she's the worst actress I've ever seen in my life. She's terrible. And then she goes to a library and just checks out a big, enormous book that says urban legend. (laughs) Encyclopedia of (laughs) urban legends. Oh my god! And uh, nothing useful happens here, um, except that Damon took out the book. Who is he's the last Pacey. person? It was it was like a, one of those TV shows, like dun dun dun. It was like, zoomed in on her face. It <laughs> was. It was crazy. And what does he, anything even come of that? No. <laughs> why would why would that even matter? I don't know. She was killed. And then we find out who the killer is, so it wouldn't matter that he checked out the book last. No, I guess it was Also, we already knew that he loved urban legends. Yeah. Meanwhile, the goth girl's in her chat room yeah, talking to this to guy. Fucked again. Yo, dude, goths love lithium, I guess. That's all she talks about. First, we find out she has a prescription to lithium, and then she's talking to this guy, and uh, this goth guy, and goths for goths. <laughs> she's like, what do you like? It was lithium. <laughs> She's like, cool. <laughs> Goth life. What does lithium do? Depression? No, it makes you happy. Yeah, it makes you happy. So wouldn't they be against lithium? <laughs> <laughs> Serious question. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think that's a touchy subject? What? Because we have goth fans. Do I think it's a touchy yeah. subject? No, I... Oh. I don't know anything about lithium or goths. I don't either. I just <laughs> I know they, I mean, about... obviously they have it pegged wrong because she's on a chat room called Goth for Goths. So. Right, right. I mean, it's just a ridiculous exaggeration of what goth life is. But I'd be kind of pissed if they were like, I love lithium. <laughs> All I know about goths is uh, the South Park portrayal. I love the South Park portrayal. They love the cure. I wish goths were like that in real life. <laughs> they just love the cure and they just 
brush their bangs. I think that is how they are in real life. Then I need to start hanging out with my dogs. <laughs> Just listen to Bauhaus? <laughs> no, I'm not into that. <laughs> I'm not into that. That's where I draw the line. Um, so <laughs> she goes, uh, so the girl's like trying to hook up with this guy. She said, oh, and she calls him gothy guys. Looking for a gothy guy to hook up with. This guy responds. She goes, what room are you in? She starts doing some shit. She comes back to the computer, looks at it, just says, yours. Eskimo attack from behind. And he fucking starts strangling her on the bed. And there's they're hyping this up because the roommate's headed back to her dorm to get ready. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, what's going to happen? You think he's going to stop or escape or do something? She walks in. Doesn't stop strangling her. And the girl's like, because she'd just been reprimanded by the goth. The goth was like, don't look at me while I'm fucking. Shut the fuck up when I'm fucking guys. You fucking go to your bed like a fucking dog. (laughs) (laughs) None of that is actually said. (laughs) But she does yell at her. She basically tells her to mind her own business. Don't come into the room while she's fucking. And uh, so the girl's like, comes in and is like, oh, all right. like. (laughs) shields her eyes and goes to her bed and uh this girl's getting strangled and he's like oh, oh, oh. and it, like it kind of looks like a sex thing kind of i guess but i mean you know you never know what the goths are into so uh yeah the girl just goes to sleep puts her fucking headphones on and this girl gets murdered in the room with her <laughs> that's fucking bananas that's yeah. a great little thing great little thing um <laughs> a great little thing uh, I don't know. I just like that touch. It's a cool touch. Like that's fucking scary to have somebody murdered in the room with you. Um, in the morning, the girl gets up. Was that blood or black paint that was all over the floor? I have no clue. Whatever. There and she's covered in blood though. I don't know why there's blood everywhere. He just strangled her. <laughs> there's blood fucking everywhere. Yeah. Um, and then on the room, on the wall behind her, she look. The the roommate obviously sees this, freaks out. It says goth turns around. Too. What does it say? <laughs> goth slick too. <laughs> it says, uh, "Aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light?" That's that sent me like back a little bit. Like that's such a great story. Um, so I had a lot of nostalgia there for that. Uh, EMTs come in and you hear some girl outside go, better check her pulse. She's looked like that for years. (laughs) Great line, but what a piece of shit. (laughs) What a piece of shit. Um, And they're obviously questioning Natalie because she's (laughs) in the room for a suicide or in a room for a murder. Yeah. And they claim it was a suicide, which is ridiculous. She strangled herself. (laughs) It was insane. It was insane. When they said that, I was like, are you are you kidding me? That's the only way you could get out of this? Like, mm, Susan. Like, to make it last a little longer? Right. Um, Paul and Natalie have an exchange here. I don't I don't even know what they're talking about. Uh, uh, Paul doesn't believe that Damien's really dead. Oh, good. And they Still. go to investigate this what's Stanley been happening. Hall situation. Yeah. Um, so they ask the janitor, who's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> But then he's like, go ask Wexler. So they go to Wexler's. They break in because he's not there. They find the axe and the winter coat in his closet. By the way, fun fact. You'll soon find out literally everyone in this movie has that winter coat. Because every scene Natalie (laughs) sees it. It was like, Like, honestly, one of the things that pissed me off the most about this movie. We're getting close to the end of this episode. So, uh at the end. It's crazy because there's still a lot left. There's so much left. But I really just want to talk about the end. I, I think we should skip ahead a bit because at the end, she she does like some really fucking annoying shit, which is she'll blame somebody. She'll like, like not blame them, but she'll be like, oh, that's the murderer. And then start running away from them and then get into a car and then be like, oh my God, this is the murderer. <laughs> like you really need, before you start running around and getting into people's cars and trusting people. You really need to pinpoint who the fuck this murderer is or just stop talking to them. Just don't trust anybody. Which is really what she should do and which is really what everyone should do because they're having an urban legend party like soon after. And she knows. And the killer calls that guy that's hosting the party. Yeah. And microwaves their dog. Yes, dude. That was like the craziest thing I've ever seen. But there's other people in this party while all this is happening yes. and none of them are aware of it. Right. 
Well, we can figure out later how that could happen. But we should also note that Natalie tells us, um, Natalie tells Brenda, I think. She tells somebody, I knew the girl, the, the girl that was killed in the first yeah. scene. I actually went to high school with her. Um, and they they had played this, they had played that headlight game in high school. And they were pretending to be like, the headlight game is you turn your lights off, or there's a car driving with no lights on. If you flash your high beams at them, they'll turn around and kill you. Yes. Like it's a gang initiation or something. Um, so that's the urban legend. So that's what her and her friend did in high school. Somebody flashed their lights at them. They turned around like they were a gang, just pretending, got into a high-speed uh, pursuit, kind of, and a guy drove off the road and killed himself. Yes. Well, he didn't kill himself. They killed him. <laughs> he died. Yeah. And um, and all they got, they got off with probation, and that was it. The guy's dead, though. And and one of the girls goes, oh, my God, how awful for everyone. <laughs> no, it's pretty awful for it the fucking for dead guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure that's who it's awful for. <laughs> Every, oh, that's terrible for everybody involved. Nope. Nope. Invo- one person, the dead guy. That's that's who's that's who it sucks for. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, th- now during this, uh, we see uh, the fucking Dean. He gets his Achilles slashed from underneath the car. That classic one. Yep. Um, and all this while Paul is Paul uh, Jared Leto is trying to. He's putting this together. He's putting together that this is urban legends. And that Wexler's, wait a minute. What the fuck is the point of this storyline with Wexler being the sole survivor of the massacre? There is none. It was just to cram another urban legend in there. Dude, I'm honestly furious right now. (laughs) I just realized I'm sure someone will write to us and be like, well, there is. Yeah, probably. But this is a major plot point. It doesn't seem like it. I don't think there is. Whatever. Uh, So yeah, at at the frat party, um, they uh, microwave this guy's dog. <laughs> that scene was great, though. Because um, that urban legend is somebody tried to dry off their dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Putting yeah. it in the microwave. Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, and also, by the way, that guy was funneling a beard down that dog's throat. So uh, <laughs> the, the, all you see is the funnel and so much beer is being poured down and it cuts out. And it's, it's a just, fucking dog. It's like fagua. Yeah. You, uh, you, you probably, sh- you know. You're not exactly treating this dog like it's a fucking yeah assholes <laughs> fucking dickheads. Um, but he gets a he gets a this frat boy he gets a call from uh, Pacey's phone number. Yep, and it goes, "You're gonna die tonight." Now this guy's just walking around, typical fucking '90s slasher. He's just walking around like, "Oh, let me guess, you're gonna, yeah, I'm, oh, yeah, he's blah, Jamie blah, 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 blah. yeah, he's Jamie Kennedy. He's like, let me guess, uh, blah blah, and uh, but guess what, buddy, I'm not a babysitter because he's telling the babysitter, you know, yeah, whatever. The call's coming from inside the house, type of thing. Um, and he goes, "Wrong legend. This is this is the one about the lady that drives the dog in the microwave." And my fucking head almost exploded. <laughs> I couldn't even. I was like, no fucking way. And the guy runs down the stairs. You see the fucking microwave beeping. And he fucking opens it. And there's fucking guts everywhere. Yeah. I could not believe they did that. Gross. It was fucking incredible. Um, and then he gets this guy. Somehow the, the Eskimo gets this guy in the bathroom. And I'm, still, I'm sorry. I'm still like so mad about the sole survivor being Wexler. But like, yeah, like why it even exists, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all, and it's not a red herring. I don't think. No. It's so fucking weird. Um, yeah, yeah, it's so fucking weird. Um, and then he shoves pop rocks and Drano down this dude's throat, so he's dead, 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 deader than a doornail. Uh, and then a really abrupt cut to Car- Tara Reid doing her show, and then and the, the Eskimos there, yeah, even though the Eskimos just at the party, yeah. And uh, he chases her around for fucking forever, forever. He chases this this gal around, um, and everyone's listening to her being killed on the on the yeah. show at the party. And, and Natalie turns up the volume. It's like, hey, we gotta listen to this. It's like, ah, I'm dying. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, it's so fucking good. Oh man, 
Oh man, oh man, oh man. Uh, what else do we have here? Let's uh, let's get to the end of this. Let's wrap this shit up. So Natalie, um, Natalie gets to Paul somehow, um, and starts thinking that Paul might be. This girl Natalie is in every fucking scene. By the way, <laughs> she's like a time traveler. She's like or like a portal jumper. Like literally, like one scene, and she's all over the place. And she's with Paul, and Paul's like, oh, it's true, it's true, like, let's do this, like, let's get out of here. But she's starting to get suspect of him. Uh, he, they find Brandy, they make up about Paul, and they're like, let's get out of here. They stop at a gas station, and they're like, what the fuck's that smell? Go in the trunk, Wexler's dead. Yeah. Stuffed in the trunk. They obviously think it's Paul, because it's in Paul's fucking trunk. Um, and they bolt, like, a couple idiots, and they just run, they're just running through the woods. <laughs> Like, and Brenda eats shit and, you know, you think she's done. Um, so she she falls and Natalie never stops <laughs> until she gets to the road, meets the janitor who offers her a ride. And he, ha- this is the scene, this is the exact scene I was talking about. And he's got a winter, the exact winter coat <laughs> the Eskimo wears in the front seat. So now she's like, I got to get out of this car. I got to get out. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And you're like, really? Like. How many people are you going to run away from? Like, everyone's got a winter fucking coat. Chill out. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> um, and then, of course, they're driving. See a car with no headlights. Flashes the high beams. And this car starts chasing them. Makes them crash their car. <laughs> and then, I, I don't even know what happens. Uh, she wakes up and she's in a house. Is that correct? So... Or she, no, she gets out and runs to the house. She runs into the house. That's what they happens. go. They go to Stanley Hall. Yeah, yeah. And wait, but Brenda's inside already. Correct. Well, why? I don't know. I, Wasn't I, she just with Brenda? I don't know. She was, but Brenda, Brenda ate shit in the woods. Disappears. But Brenda would have. <laughs> spoiler <laughs> alert: Brenda is the killer. Okay. All right, because we have so, to get so, that out there to uh, yeah. hash this out. So because, Brenda, because then that means Brenda's in driving that car the car with the no lights, right? But why? Because <laughs> she's got to. Where'd do she her... get the car from? <laughs> and then how does she know that they they'd be in the janitor's car? <laughs> also, Tara Reed's kill not an urban legend. No, just a fun fact because that pissed me off because I was like, you were so close. Also, when you find, why is she doing all these? I don't know. Like urban, I know, I know what her motivation is for being a kid. Can we just talk about that? Can we just? All right. So, so, so it's Brenda. Brenda. Brenda's a killer. She's in the car. Then she's inside the house because she knows that she would go there for some yeah, reason. And and Natalie goes into this house, and all the bodies are there. Yeah, she's brought every single body to this house because she wants to frame Wexler. Also, no shit. Brenda was the killer. I knew that from like. <laughs> A quarter into the movie, I was like, "She's the killer." I did not because I didn't really care. Oh, I knew immediately. I could just tell by the way they were framing it. And Brenda's, I, I did you? You said Brenda's. You like Brenda's acting in this scene when she's acting like a lunatic. She's definitely better than. I mean, she's better. I, I thought it was just. Oh man, she's just overacting so much. Lucky for you, Miss Thang. That that is true. <laughs> ding 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 ding. <laughs> She's so obnoxious. So Brenda dated the now, guy that drove cool off yeah. the mountain. So she 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 got she's got Natalie dead to rights, basically, and of course doing the bad guy thing of let me tell you everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> and uh we find out that that guy they killed in high school and that car thing was Brenda's boyfriend. Um who was a teenager, and even though he looks like he's 42 in that picture. <laughs> but then she she had something to it that just made me laugh. It was just so corny. So it, it's because it shows the newspaper headline. It says, teenager killed. And she goes, we were going to get married that summer. Weren't you in high school? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you doing? Um, yeah. Uh, I, I could just talk about this fucking scene forever. Um I've already tried therapy. Obviously, it did me no good. <laughs> These, th- she's talking like a total idiot. And uh, she basically tells her the final legend will be the kidney heist. Yes. 
which is cool. I, 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 you know. Yeah, but the whole point of that urban legend is you wake up unconscious. And yeah, that's true. You're sewn up. Yeah, that's true. She's telling her she's taking her. Well, don't worry. The security guard shows up just in time to do nothing except get knifed. She's the yell, the LL Cool J of this Dude, movie. Dude, totally, totally. Um, and then then we find out again another reveal. She's doing this for Paul. I I was doing this to make a huge story so Paul would have a great s- story and then we'd fall in love. That is insane. The worst plan I've ever that heard is in my insane. life. Um, <laughs> Paul shows up out of the blue. Truthfully, when, when she said that, I was so con- uh, like, this can't be what's happening. And then Paul walks out from behind the corner and is like, oh, well, did I hear my <laughs> It's like the funniest thing so I've ever it, seen. So that would have been okay if they were both in on it together. Right. That's what I thought. But not. No. And he's like, he's like clearly trying to like double cross Brenda at this point. He's like, Brenda, like, huh, if I knew you felt this way, oh, we could have got this started a long time ago. Now just give me your gun, please. <laughs> and uh, she's immediately like, go fuck yourself. And uh, she's about to shoot one of them. But security guard gets a shot off. And then Natalie gets the final shot. Yeah. While Brenda goes. What kind of friend are you? <laughs> um, shoots her. Shoots her. She backpedals. Dude, she flies. It's like uh, the burning. Dude, yes. It's like the burning. Backpedals. Goes out a fucking, I think it's the second story, but it's an old ass building. It's like a fucking castle. So I think it's good for like three floors. Yeah. And she lands on her fucking back on the pavement. Oh, she's dead as fuck. She's dead as fuck. And she was shot. Okay. Yeah. So that's the end. Right. But wait, there's more. Paul and uh, Natalie are driving. Oh, oh, first of all, the security guard's bleeding like a fucking stuck pig. And and they're like, hey, we'll be right back. We're going to go get you help together. No <laughs> one's going to stay with you. We're just going to go together. So they're just driving, like going who knows where. They're going over a bridge, though. Um, and they're discussing, oh, maybe we'll be urban legends. Like people will tell this story like an urban legend. Um, and Brenda's in the car. In the backseat. In the backseat with an axe. With an axe. (laughs) (laughs) So. Do you realize what would have to happen? She would have to get get her ass up, find find an an axe, hide in the backseat, wait for them to come down. Find the car. Who the fuck knows where Paul parked? Wait for them to come down. Assume that they're going to get in their car right away. It's crazy. It is crazy. There's a giant tr- struggle. <laughs> Paul crashes. Like Paul crashes the car. And Brenda flying, just goes through the flying through the windshield. <laughs> Into a river. Into a river. And uh, it ends with a couple college kids telling that story and saying, the body was never <laughs> recovered. They never found the body. And some kids like, those kids are, uh, it can't be true. All those kids are like 50. So That kid is so old. That was my next point. <laughs> the skeptic is so old. And then Brenda finishes the story by being like, you got it all wrong. I'll tell you about it. In case you didn't hear him right, Brenda finishes this. The lady just <laughs> fell out of a three-story castle, got shot, and then <laughs> went through a windshield into a river. It's insane. Why is she at that college? I don't know. Why is she finishing the story? I don't know. I don't know. And she looks exactly the same. There is no cover up there. No cover up whatsoever. That's what? not how it really went. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about what how are you it doing really here? went. And that's the end, man. That is Urban Legend. So thank you, Elise, for that pick. I, I honestly was. I was really excited about it. Um, so I, I'm not even knocking it, man. I, I was pumped for that. That I was... Very, very, very excited. Um, so that's it. A uh, couple episodes for next week. All right. So next week, we always talk about our next two weeks on the show, right? Right, right, right. Right. Um, this week. Uh, so coming up, let's see what we got here. Oh, man. We got some new Patreon subscribers. They give us some good shit. Um, oh, these are already provided. The following weeks after this, we get to decide. Um, oh, I'm excited for this. What was that noise? Oh, I hear something like dirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next week, Megan is missing. Yep. By Byron and uh, the Willies by Bryant. Oh, man. Paul <laughs> hates the Willies. <laughs> Should we get him on for it? Uh, 
Do we have to? I don't know. Uh, and then, and then, you know, that's three weeks into December after that. So Megan and Miss Megan is missing in the Willies. Super excited about that. Um, and that's really it. We got to get going. So uh, best way to help us rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Yes. If you can support monetarily, patreon.com slash I hate horror. We're about to do a Patreon uh, thingy <laughs> that really sell it. <laughs> uh, Patreon hangout on Google. It's really fun. Uh, we, we talk to all you guys. We're doing the standing nominations, just talking about them, seeing if I can get any good ideas for it. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, check that out. Patreon.com slash I hate horror store.ihatehorror.com. We have some shirts, got some new designs up there. Shirts. All sizes, all genders, baby sizes, mugs, phone we have cases. Onesies? Not onesies, but oh, maybe I, we might. We should have onesies. We might. It might have them. Definitely like toddler shirts, though. We definitely got that. Um, so that's all good. Um, so check that out. Store.ihatehorror.com. Um, I'm on uh, Facebook.com slash I hate horror and I hate horror.com. I'm, I wanted to start doing more uh, Facebook Live. That was pretty cool. That, so was, that was cool. Keep an eye out for that. Um, and then, um, facebook.com slash I hate horror, I hate horror.com. I'm on Twitter at I hate horror show and Instagram at I hate horror. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Joe V four, two, one Instagram, Boognish 1985 horror show, Joe on Snapchat. Excellent. Um, that's it, man. So guys, thank you. Happy December. And, uh, yeah. For Joe, this is Sean. Stay. Why can't I do the old, my own ending? I really can't. Uh, for Joe, this is Sean. Stay with. Thank you. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>